Hi, and welcome to Ticket to Life. This is Henry, and welcome to my listeners in Denmark. Uh, that also means welcome, and I am Henry, and thank you for taking time to listen to Ticket to Life. I know how precious all of our time is, and for you to allow me to enter into your life, even for a small bit, I say thank you. So today, I would like to talk about babysitters. And you know, there's good, the bad, and the ugly when you hear about babysitters. Why babysitters? Uh, because, bef- well, I know, before we dive into that, into the babysitter thing, I would like to say that I don't know what happened to the Dallas Cowboys, America's team, so-called America's team. They literally fizzled out in the playoffs, in the wild card game. Luckily, I have t-shirts for Kansas City Chiefs and and one for Green Bay, so hopefully I will be able to wear one of these for the Super Bowl. By the time you hear this podcast, we should know who is going to the Super Bowl. FYI, just to let you know, I record these obviously one to two weeks before it, so I may say something that makes no sense to some of you listeners, and then you realize, oh, it's pre-recorded. But anyway... Now on to the topic about babysitters. I just want everyone to know that one of my prized possessions in my life isn't my home, isn't money, isn't jewelry, cars, vacations, but absolutely the most precious possessions are my kids and my grandkids. Now to say they, I possess them, no, but they're mine. They are my children and my grandkids and my grandchildren. And yes, I know that my kids are adults, as you all know, because I have spoken of them. And we were very picky on who watched them. And you should be too, if you have small children. To find someone who I trusted with my kids was very hard. Finding someone who we knew we could keep them safe while we were gone and care for them as though They were their priority. Now, our kids and grandkids are everything to us. And oh my goodness, again, when you have kids is one thing, but when you have grandchildren, what a game changer. You get to see things you miss because you were too busy raising your own. You get to enjoy things in a different perspective. You see things differently and and it's such a blessing. God chose me to have these children and he entrusted me to love and care and cherish and, and lead them in his life. And that is a blessing. Now I know there are some people who have children and did not want them, but once they meet them, their entire meaning of life changes. And it is wonderful to see that because you have some people that never have wanted children and they get pregnant. They, they have a baby and literally it is amazing to see the, the change in them and how much they love their child. So again, that's a God thing in my opinion. Also, I'm not trying to be silly here, but I remember in high school, people would say something like, well, if you don't want to get pregnant, then you need to take an aspirin. I'm like, aspirin? What are they talking about? You would hear people tell other people that or a joke. And I'm like, I don't know. Apparently, you're supposed to use an aspirin and put it between your knees and hold it together. (laughs) 
with your knees. I I know that's a silly thing, but it wouldn't make sense. <laughs> Put that aspirin before, hold it between your knees. I know that's silly, but it, you have to admit that's funny. Um, but anyway, back to that. Um, literally, it's it's a game changer when you have grandkids. It's uh, again, it's, it's amazing. Now. I don't know if many of you know this, that this still exists. This is a law that was passed in Texas, I don't know how many years ago. Um, And it is called the Moses Law, Baby Moses Law, or also called the Safe Haven Law. Now, this has nothing to do with babysitting, but uh, if you literally know that you wouldn't want to or are not able to raise or care for them for a baby and most importantly you love them but you know you just aren't this is not going to work in your life and I that, I know that sounds horrible but it's reality some people have babies and don't even realize that they don't want them so they're miserable and the baby more than likely will be miserable in life and then You know, you hear about some parents telling their kids later on, I didn't want you. And how hurtful is that? But anyway, back to the the Moses law. It is um, in 50 of the states here in the U.S., of course, but uh, District of Columbia and Puerto Rico have this baby Moses law. And it's also called the safe haven law, as I said, and it's still available to those that that sounds horrible, but available to those who are unable to care for their baby. Uh, You can leave a baby at a fire station, freestanding emergency centers. Now, the rule is an infant uh, that has to be an infant. The infant care provider takes the possession of the baby who appears to be 60 days old old or younger. I don't know what you do when you have them older and you decide you can't do them. I don't know what happens. So you really need to think before you jump in the sack with someone. And that sounds horrible, but it's reality again. It is the truth. Be smart. If you don't think you want children, then you need to take care of that. And I don't mean abortion. I, I'm just saying you need to take care of the, that prior and don't let it happen. You just do because it's, it's not fair to that child. But anyway, they had, they take the babies, uh, if they're younger than 60 days or 60 days, and this will provide an outlet because all the children do deserve to be loved and cared for. And if you have any compassion and you know, you don't want a child, this is something you need to consider. You may seek help or guidance before doing this from a church or someone, a therapist, or if you have that available to you, uh, someone close to help you make that decision. And I don't think that there is changing your mind and wanting the baby back the next day. Oh, darn it. I made a mistake. I really did not want to give my baby up. No, no, no. Being a parent is hard. It's one of the hardest jobs. I'm always saying that is one of the hardest jobs anyone will ever have in their lifetime to be a good and loving, respectful parent, teaching your children the right ways, raising them to love and be kind. Now, this could be a decision you will know was right, or you're going to have regrets later. 
So be sure to think this through. Now, I know that Indiana, Ohio, there's several states, Arkansas, Florida, New Mexico, North Carolina, Tennessee, Pennsylvania, Oklahoma, and Arizona have what they call baby boxes. And this is at one of the emergency centers. And I know what it's, it's something that's built into the wall. So if you don't, if you want to deliver the baby, I don't know if there's a door you knock on, they don't see your face, there's no cameras, and you're able to drop the baby off safely. So I know that in Alabama, though, I, I read somewhere that they take the babies at 45 days old. So it's a, it's a shorter period. Because some people think they just want kids and then they have them and don't know what to do with them. And that is so unfair to those poor babies. And as usual, I I know, I I totally went on a different direction and I apologize. But I just think of so many people who you can tell don't even want their kids. You hear them just constantly. I know kids are kids and they run through stores and, 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 but this is your opportunity instead of giving them a, uh, uh, cell phone to look at is your opportunity actually to connect with a child in a store. And you say, how they're wanting to rent. No, that's, and I don't mean grab them and stick them in the cart, but I mean, that is the safest place for them. Um, just, teach them like help me go get certain things in the store you know teach them certain things and I don't mean when they're toddlers of course when they get older it is uh, it's just a good thing to teach your kids how to be social in a grocery store or you know a department store so that's what anyway let's go back to babysitters and and have you ever had a baby a bad excuse me bad babysitter I have not (laughs) Thinking now that my husband was in law enforcement, I don't know if that had something to do with it, but I I was never, I don't know if that was a scare tactic for some of our sitters, but our sitters, we, we had teenagers and we either knew their parents or sitter that was a friend that, that, that a friend had used, but never had a bad one. But I have heard some. Here are some things I suggest that if you don't have family to help out or family that you know you can't trust, yes, I said it, you can't trust with your child, then I suggest you don't have them watch your baby. Now, one of the red flags for a family member or or someone is to say, when they say something like, I hate kids, I just hate them. I'm I'm pretty sure that's a red flag for you not to leave your child with that family member ever, ever. And don't hesitate to have the babysitter over for a, a, a mini interview. See how they interact with your kids. And set rules with that babysitter because you're going to be paying them. And number one is no cell phones. And they can't have people come over. They can have their cell phone for an emergency or if they have questions about a little one. But no cell phones. Tell them you want their undivided attention on your child or children. Again, have a test run. Have them come over for one or two hours. Give them 20 bucks just for their little time because you may not be calling them back. You will use your God-given instinct 
if you can trust them. You'll just know. You, we all have this instinct in us and we fail to use it sometimes. Do not hesitate to make those rules. If you have a child who is verbal, more than likely they're going to give you the entire scoop of what happened while you were away. Now, these are things that you you would take notice of. Although this is new for your little one too. And remember to start slow because if you're a stay-at-home parent or if your kids are used to going to childcare, that's all they're used to. And to bring a stranger that they've never met into your home, that's that's a red flag for kids. They might say stranger danger because they don't know them. That's why it's good to have them over prior to. Now, kids may get upset but again, they, they, they're, you're leaving them with this person. So don't, to make that time for yourself, and it will make you feel better. It will honestly make you feel better just to know that you have talked to this person, you feel good about this person, and you don't need to be gone for five hours. Just go for a couple of hours until you know you feel good about it. Ask for references, and hopefully they won't be their friends that they give you their phone numbers and they're just wanting them to get this babysitting gig. That sounds awful, but it's true. These things happen. Hopefully they'll arrive on time because I hate being late anywhere and I hate when people are late. Five minutes, maybe 10 minutes max, but not for me. If someone's running late, I hate, I just, I am not a person who likes to be tardy to anything. I would rather leave an hour early, be there 30 minutes early and sit in the in the parking lot or driveway and play on my phone or read a book or something. That's just me. But anyway, I would rather, again, leave them instructions. And honestly, I'd have them written down. All your instructions need to be written down. So that later on you say, oh, did you give them this? Oh, no, I forgot. <laughs> oh, it's written down right here. And take a picture of it so you have the evidence. There's my picture. Have them sign it. No. Um, if, if you notice that after using a babysitter that your child's behavior or sleep patterns change in any way, that's uh, that could be a red flag that something's going on. And that sounds horrible. I know. But it's so hard to trust people now. And that's just an awful thing. I hate, I hate to say that, but it is. It's hard to trust people people but you have to I mean where will we be if we don't trust anyone but again if you notice any type of patterns changing in your child's life then you might need to do some investigative work and see what's going on that doesn't just apply to a babysitter that could be in a daycare or church program just anywhere know that your child and know if your child begins to have a frequent accidents or injuries and there's no explanations that they don't know what happened. And, and you're asking them, so what happened? What's this bruise? Then obviously they are not watching your child when they say, oh, I don't know what happened. I, I didn't even notice it. Another thing, if you notice that the baby or your kids are acting differently, then you know something's going on. You will just know when you, you pick them up, I mean, or pick them up from either a daycare or whatever, or if you come home and you just know. Now, I know they have nanny cams. Um, 
Uh, and they have so many, I didn't realize how many small, they call them spy cameras. I didn't realize how many were out there until I was doing this podcast, putting it together. And there are tons of spy, small spy, spy excuse me, small spy cameras. And many people do have cameras in their house. And legal in the States, you can record without telling the sitter or if you have guests. You don't have to tell people you have cameras and they're watching. I mean, I think that's kind of creepy. <laughs> Obviously, we don't have cameras in the house, but now I feel like maybe we should get one. No, <laughs> I don't, I, there's no one in our house other than my husband and myself and the Arthur, our dog. So, <laughs> but anyway, I think that's odd. I just didn't realize. I guess I'm a little behind at the times, but I think a lot of people do. Now, I was at a friend's house. Now, this has been like five or six years ago, probably. And uh, they had just had a baby and I'm visiting. And the friend's mom was there. Then all of a sudden, she gets a call on the phone, and it's her son. And he's watching her on the camera. I didn't realize they had a camera in their living room. <laughs> we weren't doing anything. And he said, you forgot to blah, blah, blah. And she's like, how did he know that? And then we start looking around. Well, then we see a camera. We had no clue. So you, uh, Big Brother is definitely watching, which is creepy to think, I mean, we're always someone, well, if you commit a crime, people, there are cameras everywhere. You will get caught eventually. And if you don't, you should get caught. But anyway, so they are everywhere. And again, legally, you can, you can put them in your house and not tell people you have them. So... Your baby is your baby, and I'm not trying to scare everyone and never leave your house again or <laughs> until your child goes to college. Don't do that. That's not, that's not healthy. How do I know this? The first year um, I had my son, literally my husband and I went nowhere. Now, we would go to a restaurant together, but we didn't go out. You know how everyone has date night. Uh, we didn't go anywhere. At all. I just didn't trust anyone. Um, my mom calls me and says, you're going out this Saturday. And I'm like, what? I've already talked to your hubby. You've got to get out of that house. You are, you know, she would come visit. I just never, I didn't want to leave my son with anyone, including my mom. And my mom is a wonderful woman. She would come over and visit. Do you want to go to the store? No, 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 I'm fine. I just did not want to leave my son. So she made, she made me go out with my husband. <laughs> and we did. She came over, she watched my son, which she was wonderful, of course. And, and it was so hard for me to leave that stinking house. But I did. So then I, I was comfortable and my mom would come watch. And as the kids get older, it is, I firm, in my opinion, it's um, safe, it's a little bit safer. And not because we had cameras, because we did not. Because your kids can tell you what happened. And if you have an open relationship with your children, even at a small age when they are verbally uh, skilled to tell you anything and everything, and just, you know, start them early. 
never keep secrets from mommy. If something happens or daddy, never keep secrets from us. If someone touches you, if someone hurts you and they tell you not to tell, or if they threaten you, you have got to tell us, okay? And it's going to be all right because we need to know because we love you. You need to have that open communication with kids. It's so stinking important. Now, my husband was um, uh, in narcotics for many years when he was an officer, which was many years ago. And that was another thing, just to have that open where we had to be careful where we went because, you know, he was undercover, blah, blah, blah. And we did have to be very careful, but the kids were older and they knew and they knew better. So, of course, we always had a code word. Um, If someone came to the school to pick them up, they had to know the code word before they could go with them because there are just certain things. And I know that's maybe overprotective. I don't know. I just think it's so important that you are so open with your kids about anything and everything in life. Um, but trust me, as their adults are going to be very open with you and tell you, uh, <laughs> you'll have those adult conversations where they'll say, mom, you know what? I really don't like when you blah, blah, blah. And you have to accept the fact because they're telling you what bugs them. And that's okay. Cause I know I can drive my kids crazy, but anyway, back to the babysitting. Um, just to let many of you don't know, but the Red Cross offers online babysitting and childcare. Um, lessons and they're online so that's really nice if you wanted to pay for that for someone you could and they're basics uh training for babysitting and they have advanced child care training i think i i'm assuming there are still red cross uh, offices here and there but if you can do it online or for a child or if you have a teen who is thinking about doing this it's safety training and it's passing the courses and they receive a, a certificate CPR for the children and the babies is part of the course too. Now that doesn't mean they will be top notch on babysitting at first. So you might want to trust them just for a little bit. Um, but at least you're giving them, you're opening your door to, to help them to be better. And, um, they will have to start somewhere, right? So why not start with you and your family and just be cautious again? I, 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 again, I don't want to scare anyone about this, but babysitters, there are horrible, horrible stories about some babysitters. Don't get on the internet. Don't look it up because then you will never leave your house again. <laughs> but you do have to be trustworthy when it comes to, to, to this. It's, um, uh, it's a sad thing to think that people take advantage of a baby. These innocent little victims that God has given us. They they become victims, I guess I should say. And they can't tell mommy or daddy. And oh yeah, they cried a little bit. So I guess, you know, maybe I would have had a camera in my house back in the day. I don't know. But I don't want to be recorded all the time. That's, that's kind of, again, like I said, that's kind of creepy. So, um, again, please don't look on the internet for, for babysitter stories. That's just, <laughs> it's horrible. Cause I, I would, I, I did look it up of course for this, uh, podcast, but I couldn't even read them. I, I didn't want to read them. And again, I know we have to be cautious when looking for the right person to take care of our little ones. Remember, they are your precious little babies, your possessions, your your gems. 
We have to take care of them and know who they are with when we can't be with them. Do not hesitate. Don't say, oh, am I being overprotective? When it's a small child, you can never be overprotective. Now, that's probably really going overboard, but you can't. It's it's the thing that, I don't know. I just I just think that God has given you that bundle, that little bundle, and, and he, he chose you to take that care and raise this child. I know I'm probably repeating myself, but babies are going to be the change of the world. So that's why we have to guide them in the right way. So anyway, there's my take on babysitters and the Moses Law. Um, again, I hope I didn't offend anyone in any way. And if I did, I don't want to say I'm sorry. These are just my thoughts and my opinions. So I will not apologize. Um, I do apologize when I am wrong. I don't want you to think I'm one of those people that never apologize. I do. I do apologize when I know I'm wrong. But you better prove me wrong. But um, I'd like to thank everyone again for listening to Ticket to Life. Um, I Again, these are my opinions. These are my thoughts. I'm not a doctor. I am not. A, I am not a doctor. I am not a life coach or a therapist. Uh, I have a way of people feeling comfortable with me and telling me stories, and I share my stories with you. I will change the names. If you want to share a story with me, you can always reach me at Ticket to Life zero two two at gmail dot com. Send me an email. And I'll tell you my opinion about a certain thing, or I can share your story. But again, I will never repeat uh, names or addresses or states, or I change everything because some people, I think I told you in my last uh, podcast a few weeks ago, not my last one, but someone finally did recognize something I said. I changed it up. But, you know, it, it, some, I'm sure a lot of people <laughs> could recognize something in what I've said today. And I don't... I mean, I can say certain things that people share with me and they're more, they may sound something like what you've gone through. Like, how did she know this? I I don't know. I'm not psychic. I just, I just know what people want to talk about. Some people need to hear that again, you are not alone in any of life's journey. Anything you are going through right now, don't get upset with God if it's not going your way because you know what? He's got something better for you. It's, it's really hard when something doesn't go our way in life. It really is. But he does have something better for you or for someone in your life that's going through something. Again, if you'd like to share, I hope that you feel comfortable enough to share whatever. I always have a listening ear. I hope that you enjoyed this podcast. I thank you. And I wanted to let you know that also uh, Ticket to Life is on most popular podcast platforms and on 99.1 FM WDJY in Metro Atlanta in uh, Georgia and Dallas, Georgia, every Thursday morning at 7 a.m. Eastern. So until next week, this is Henry, and thank you again for listening. Go love your babies, um, and thank you for listening, and please go find your blessings. Ten to one, your blessings are your little ones. <laughs>